All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. I'm, I'm guessing my math is going to be incorrect. So if you're listening to this, oh. <laughs> That was like, Bag no. Milk's voice. That was Bag Milk's voice, but it's your Remchuk that's bad at math. I too am bad at math. I'm, I'm confused. I too am bad at math. There's no pretending that I'm not. Okay. Okay. Fair, Thankfully, fair, fair. everything that the teachers told me in elementary was all a lie. They said I'd never have a calculator again and I needed welly, to. Welly, welly, welly. And now I got a computer in my pocket that's more powerful than anything I had back then. And, you know. Who needs math? Math's math's overrated, right, Tyler? Hundred percent. I was gonna say, I'm bad at math, and I attempt it a lot. You maybe just don't attempt it quite as much as me. Yeah, I decided. I respect the call. Let's try your rap check. You put yourself out there with your poor math skills to be skewered by the math community, and I respect it. You give or go. Even if you don't win, you were nice to be nominated. Hell yeah! Um, episode three seventy of the Real Life Podcast. Brought to you by the HGA group. Love them very much. Um, Say your name and where you're at right now for point of interest. I've got, I've got questions. Okay. okay. Before we get to nation vacation, I want to congratulate Jay on the birth of his child. Yay. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been a whirlwind the last few days, but it's been fantastic at the same time. Any hey, words of advice for the rest of the world? Bag milk. Do you have access to the buttons right now? Ah. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, Jay, yes. Words of advice for the rest of the uh, world from a dad who now knows it all. Oh, I don't know it all, but I impressions quickly learned on how to change the process. What's being at a birth like? Oh, it's holy shit. Uh it's a very intense experience once like shit starts getting real. Like it's, it was, uh, it was Saturday night. So I watched the F1 race, uh, that was on 11 PM, uh, after the other game. Uh, and then I go to bed 
probably around one. Um, and four hours later, I'm getting woken up to like, I think this is happening. I'm not like, it's like something's happening. We got to go. I'm like, okay, let's go. So we, we were very organized and packed up the car and went. And then, you know, once they, once she gets, uh, you know, or yeah, we get admitted into the hospital and move into like the room ultimately that we're going to have the, the child in. Uh, it is, it's really weird because there's like this weird, like calm before the storm, right? Like everyone's just chilling. Yeah, no, checking this. Everything's good. I'm like napping, like I'm checking, you know, like we're like just, just chilling. And all of a sudden, um, Dr. Will in is like, yeah, no, it's, um, it's time to push. Cause you know, Eva had a epidural. So she was super, uh, relaxed and they're like, yeah, no, it's, it's time to go. And like from that, that moment on to when, you know, Crawford joined us on the outside, it was like crazy. Uh, because you know, like all of the, the, the team that gets around it, uh, and all the supporting staff that support everyone. And I want to shout out the team at the Royal Alec immensely with how like calm they kept us during all this chaos. Cause there was like five minutes where I'm like, baby heart rates dropping and like, you know, like shit's like getting real and like bringing more people. Next thing you know, there's like 10 people in the room and like, boom, like all of a sudden, like they jumped to action and there's Crawford pulled out, put on Eva's chest. And, you know, now we're, we're all like, we're parents. And it was like the craziest, like emotional experience of just like going through all this. Meanwhile, like the nursing staff is like, asking me how I am and how I'm doing and like mentally preparing me. It was super crazy. And I, and I'm sure I am reciting a story that has happened a billion times. Oh, Charles, you're muted. You're muted. What, what time exactly did the baby come out? Uh, uh, she was born at 1140 AM. Oh my God. I was 40 minutes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Son of a bitch, mute his ass. Ah, we we gave it we gave it a good attempt to have Chris Chalmers on the show. Um, it worked for a little bit, but I think he may be gone because he's in transit. I want to take roll call and say where everybody is. So your M checks in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Jay, you're on route home. Yeah, I'm a lot of at the office. I'm in the studio. Yep. I'm at home and Chalmers is driving up north. Yeah, that is uh, what a show, man. Possible. What a fucking show. Thank you, Internet Jesus. Imagine the times when we weren't allowed to podcast in five different locations. And what do we do with this great, great privilege to be able to talk like this amongst five different cities? I don't know. Talk shit. I get to push the buttons unabated. That's what I get to do. Whenever you want. It's, it's concerning for me what you're going to do in this episode, but all right, I'll leave it. I'm, I'm semi in vacation. Mode, all right. So, so let's, hold, let's go back to Jay here. He's got yep. the conch. So baby arrives home and you're like, I now am responsible for this baby. If a wolf comes in the house, I must shoo it away and protect baby. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Insights? That's, uh well it's yeah no baby yeah no baby is definitely very protected right now she is always within you know five feet of us at any given moment uh she's good hot dog is absolutely obsessed with her really uh, I, want. I want to hear the hot dog tales 
Yeah. Hot dog is. So like I, I was talking with Amar and, and cause he's trained dogs before and it went and, and he's just like, how's your dog been with this? And I'm like, Oh, well, like, I feel like he feels like he's the father and just like, Anytime, you know, she squeaks, like if she squeaks, he is running across the room to her <laughs> and like trying to get up there and all this. So I'm like, yeah, I, I think he thinks he's, I think his paternal instincts have kicked in. Like, I don't know. Uh, and, he, and, and Amara's kind of walking me through the psychology of it is, is that dogs being pack animals, uh, you know, Crawford is a new member of the pack. So he wants to bond with her. And just because she's so little and delicate, we can't let him get too, too close just yet. Just because you don't know, like, not that he's going to bite her or anything, but like, he might just put her, his foot in the wrong place and just, you know, set her off in a tantrum. And we just don't want to do that yet. Um, so he's, he's just, he's just dying to bond with her. So we're trying to like figure out ways to like pet her, pet him a little bit and stuff. And it's quite cute, but he's, uh, he's, he's, as, as he, as he gets introduced to her a little bit more and more, he's starting to kind of like calm down a bit, but like, he is just like frantically on, like he's protecting her ultimately. Like he won't let any, like anything go on with her without his approval. I love that. It's cute. It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. So that's uh, that's dad life and i'm still adjusting to you know everyone's you know before we we had her oh get uh get used to get your sleep in now and you're like uh-huh uh so i'm uh you know i'm navigating that right now so i'm always kind we, of uh, just tired. what do we say you know, man beyonce's got like four kids and she still finds a way to tour the world it is what you want it to be <laughs> oh well, under out of here yeah, like, hours of sleep she's she probably has night nurses, but, uh, no, no, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like people who think it's the end of the world, it is the end of the world. People who are like, oh, yeah. we continue to do me, man. We were on Kosan oh, no. road, which for anybody who knows what Kosan road is, it is not the place to take a child. And we saw people wow. with a baby in a stroller walking down main street, Kosan road. Like they were at Disney world. If you want to do it, you can. Babies love cats. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, these first few weeks are going to be, as, as everybody just get adjusted, they're going to be interesting. So, oh, yeah. you know, you, you know, you get your, uh, it's, it's like, I get these like two to three hours pockets of sleep in between hour breaks of, you know, doing the whole like NASCAR or F1, I should say, pit crew stuff where we have to change your tires, fuel her up, you know, do all those types of things. Uh, to get her back on our way to, you know, unlock another two to three hours of sleep. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, and I know I'll start kind of getting used to it, but like for the first little bit, like I'm a heavy sleeper, like I go to bed and I normally, unless I've got like some work problems in mind, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, work through while I'm sleeping. I normally sleep through the night, like a rock. And it's just funny. I get woken up like, because I, I have to help out like for the first couple of weeks, just kind of, she's going through kind of her, uh, healing process and, and just re-energizing process of all this. And she'll wake me up and I'm, I'm just like, where the hell am I? What's going on? <laughs> like, like, and it, I need like a few minutes to like, get it, get it going. So my, my body needs to adjust still because it's had so many years of just, you know, solid, solid sleep, but yeah, it's all, it's all good. Uh, I remember so, the beginning yeah, no, with Wanye junior J uh, in the beginning, I was like, Ooh, so delicate. Look out. Uh Oh, look out everybody. Uh Oh, delicate for everything. Right. And the other day I was trying to convince him to have a bath and he was having what we'll call a minor temper tantrum on account of not wanting to have a bath. 
and I was looking in the bathtub and I looked back over and he was arcing a pee right onto me. Like he's standing a foot away from me. He's peeing full arc onto me. Like I'm a urinal and he's not laughing. He's not signaling me. He's like staring me down while he did it. He's asserting. He's, giving you, the, he's giving you the Calvin and Hobbes treatment. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm the Calgary Flames logo. And I was like, damn, we're not so delicate now. Are we my little bloody gunman? Mm-hmm. So at the first you're gonna be like, Oh, delicate. Don't touch. Look out. But in like one year, you'll be amazed how, uh, resilient it's, these it's, things are. it's funny like you know when anyone like you know when when when, when i held one year junior for the fr- again i hold other people's baby i'm like oh my god i don't want to break this thing and yeah. like you can break the your own it's, the minute it's yours though but like i'm like picking it like i'm like fucking just all over this thing like like it's no problem <laughs> like i changed the first diaper like Whoa, i'm 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 winning i'm winning the diaper change race with my girlfriend right now, which is also earning me a lot of brownie points, uh, which is great. Uh, so it's I'm, easy. I'm, oh, it's like people who say you uh, can't do anything. Like, I hope you got your sleep. Changing diapers. Isn't even that gross. It's not even that. No, bad. It's, if you're it's, being it's bitch actually, about it. It's heavy yeah. duty. If you're not, it's, fine. it's not, it's not bad at all. Uh, it's not bad at all, but I'm earning great brownie points, which I, yes. I plan on spending some playoff time. Smart. It's my playoff brownie point bank that I'm developing right now. The I thing like with that. changing diapers is it's in two phases. The first phase, the baby has no say in what's going on, right? Yeah. Right now, they're like party, like they're like the passenger in the car. You're changing them. But one day they activate and then changing the diaper, you have to play like chess with them, like to distract them. Because otherwise yeah. the diaper comes off and it can be quite horrific. Let me tell you, things start moving around the room. Things start flinging. You got a whole set of problems on your hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. enjoy the yeah. early diaper changes yeah yeah they're they're very easy i'm getting i'm getting like easy, i am easy. getting like it's not even one poo. style turnaround it's like tar but, you're dealing with right now it's not even real poop yeah yeah it's all good but enough about uh baby poop tyler tell mm-hmm. us i am i am so jealous Me too. Uh, and envious of your position so don't you have to tell us me. everything don't ever text me again when you're out having fun Hi, Dan. My roommate just came back. Um, yeah. So the trip, where should I start? We'll go back to the airport. Airport was a vibe leaving Edmonton. Um, the mayor was there. There was a ton of Oilers fans. We had a let's go Oilers chant going outside the gate. Come on. It was the, so this was the inaugural first flight direct from Edmonton to Nashville. Flair airlines is the only airline that's doing it. And this was the first time they've done it. Um, so there was like a big thing. You could get chicken sandwiches before you jumped on the plane. When we got to Nashville, they had a band there to welcome us. So you like walked off the plane and again, they had gift bags for everyone to welcome them to the city. And there's like country music being played and like people there to greet you and be like, welcome to Nashville. So that was like really cool. They really did roll out the red carpet for this trip, which is awesome. Um, plane was full of Oilers fans, like whatever. The entire plane was just Oilers fans, which was cool. Um, got to the hotel that first night and then we went to our watch party and the Oilers shit the bed. So that wasn't a lot of fun. I mean, like the watch party was fun, but watching the Oilers lose was not enjoyable. Oh, they, it looks like you got a lot of people to attend it. So good job. Yeah, I would say like, Dan, what do you think? 80 Oilers fans? hundred. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Like we packed the bar full of Oilers fans, which was really, really cool. Um, was the bar owner ha- or the manager happy? Were they like, thank you for blessing us with your business Edmonton? Yeah. I think they were really happy. Um, like everything went off well, Dan was doing trivia, giving stuff away. Like everything went so well at the watch party. It was a good time. Just sucks that the Oilers didn't win. 
Um, and then that night we hit the town and Broadway is a lot of fun. Like Nashville, vibe, eh? it is, it's an absolute vibe. Like everywhere you go, the music's playing and the streets packed, even though it's like a Tuesday and it was a really, really good time. Uh, just kind of going out onto the town and all that. So, um, I've been doing pregame shows, uh, this morning I was violently hung over, um, <laughs> because I drank beers with Bob Stoffer, um, which was also fun. Uh, did you drink any fireball whiskey homemade or any moonshine of any sort? Uh, no, actually we haven't done any sort of like Tennessee whiskey or anything like that. It's mainly just been slamming beers, which is really catching up to me. Cause again, violently hung over today. Um, we were at Tootsie's the famous bar yesterday and, uh, we saw a couple Oilers, which was cool. Um, they were sitting there what enjoying natural, um, it was it was the younger guys, so like Fogel, Bouchard, McLeod, and all them. Um, well, and they were just Bouchard, there. He's all his time. Was saw Pugliarvi and Koskinen walking into the rink what? before that. Um, it was really cool. There was I saw some. Did members. you talk to the Oilers at the bar? Be honest, did you? Because you're a big deal. Did you? I did not talk to the Oilers at the bar. You know, Rick Rick's tight with everyone, though, right? Well, Rick knows them probably in real life. Right? Yeah, does he know McLeod? Who does he know? Yeah, he was chatting up McLeod pretty good and yeah. having a beer with them and all that. And then they kind of got scared Rick's off. Rick's a some... superstar. Rick knows all the Oilers and like doesn't even bring it up as a thing to talk about. You have to like find out in conversation Rick's buddies with them. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and then there was more Oilers fans coming to the bar. So what was funny was we're sitting on the rooftop patio and the Vanderbilt baseball team was in and the cool. women were just flocking to them. Like every one of these baseball players had two or three girls on their arm, like insane oh, stuff. And I'm sitting there and we're laughing. Cause we're like bunch of unpaid college baseball guys. You look over to the other side of the bar. You're like bunch of millionaire athletes, no women around the millionaire athletes. Cause no one no knows who they are. Boys. You got no juice in these streets. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but it's been and like, he's a big deal there. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Um, but it's what been neat, like running into the Oilers. To- what you're seeing there is like when, when players are like, Oh, I don't want to go play in Canada where I'm a superstar. Like, okay. If you want to go down to the States, the Vanderbilt baseball team will get all the chicks and you <laughs> won't. If you go out, if you're not the big deal in the market, where would you rather be? I'd rather be somewhere where I'm a God. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was interesting. Like it's a bit of a case study and there. It was a real life example of that thing. Um, and then, more Oilers fans showed up. So the Oilers started getting recognized and then they left. I think they were like, Oh, this place is filling up with people who know us. And they dipped, but they were very, very nice. There was a couple people who like went up to them for photos and Bouchard was like taking pictures with people. And he had a big, big smile on like it, they were, they were very good, but you could also tell they were like, all right, time to go. See ya. Well, they're, yeah, they're getting ready for, uh, for game day. So they're probably just out to kind of just chill and decompress. So it's good that they did some engagement there, but I, I totally understand if it's just like, Holy cow, this is going to get tense. Yeah. Now you're in Chuck. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, it was like a you're the, Chuck. Tell oh, the story of what the Oilers said about you that you said you wouldn't say on the show. Tell it. <laughs> they will like they kind of story. It's so interesting. I'm not telling the whole story. Um, but they right. made it. I want to hear the story. They know who we Come are, on, and that was neat. Story. Like they saw us and were like, "Hey, oh. Oilers Nation guys." You know what, you're Chuck. Sometimes. <laughs> You have to tell a story in an interesting fashion. Why don't you just tell the story and then cut it out so I can hear it? Tell the story that you told before. Nothing bad is there. What do you- um, so Rick was saying that Warren Fogle like recognized that we were the Oilers Nation guys. And uh, and then he would looked at me and was like, oh, yeah, the guys who say I don't score enough. 
<laughs> that is That's true. a great Taking story. You're you welcome, Plumless. There's a real life fuck. That was like pulling a tooth. Well worth it. So uh yeah, big they're big fans of the content, or maybe not big fans of the content or something. Absolutely like that. fans of the content. Um, yeah. Warren Fogel knows that you think he should score more. So if he knows Warren that, Fogel is actually playoff Fogel, so it's all good. He's going to save all his goals. Yeah. And if Warren Fogel knows that you think he doesn't score enough, then Warren Fogel probably also knows how handsome we think he are when handsome we think he is when he's wearing his glasses. Oh, exactly. when he wears his glasses, those are my favorite days. Mm-hmm. Good point. Very. Did you mention his glasses to him when you saw him at Rampart? Was he wearing his glasses? Was he wearing his? Yes, exactly. Ooh. No, he wasn't. Ah. Yeah. Contact guy. This is why I can't be in the bar when you're hobnobbing with your NHL elites. Cause I would just walk up to Fogel and be like, where are your glasses? And they'd be like, Oh, I think a lost child has wandered in the bar. Uh, so handsome. We went, we went back to Tootsie's at night and there were a lot of Oilers fans there as well. Um, and a bunch of like, so like the media guys were all there too. And like the Oilers social team was there and I got to witness uh, Kate Mack who runs the Oilers Twitter was one of the people that runs the Oilers Twitter. Her and Kennedy met and it was perhaps the most pure moment on this trip because Kennedy goes and like introduces herself and Kennedy was like, I'm such a big fan of what you do. And then Kate Mack was like, I'm such a big fan of what you do. And it was cute to watch them meet. That's adorable. Nice. Yeah, very I like adorable. This. I like all of this. Who would you say, Tyler, has been recognized the most down in Nashville? Who has been wrecking? So I don't know about the most, but people, Rick has been laughing because there's people coming up to Rick and being like, you're Rick from the pine. I listened to the podcast. He was standing at the airport in Edmonton and like a flair employee came up and was like, Hey, you're Rick from the pine. And then the guy in front of us on the plane <laughs> turned around and was like, I recognize your voice. You're Rick from the pint. It was, oh it's very God. funny to watch Rick reach a superstar level amongst the fan base. As he should. Oh, that's awesome. Well, how does he handle it with grace? You can tell like he's, it is weird when people just like come up to you or not weird, but it's like, you know, it throws you off a little when someone comes up to you. He's like, Hey, I know you, blah, blah, blah. So you could tell it like the first couple of times it caught him off guard. Cause he was like, Oh, Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> it was good. I love that. That's the best. Also watching an Oilers game next to Rick is such a goddamn experience, man. That dude was yelling about non calls when it was five, one. Great. Are you sitting next to him tonight? Cause in, in the stands is a completely different experience. It's the next level. About that. I would like to sit next to Rick. I don't know if we've dished out the tickets yet, Dan. Oh, we have. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm hoping I'm sitting next to Rick. Um, oh, nice. I am. Okay. I got the confirmation. So I'm excited. The first time I went to a game with Rick and his seats are wrong. Record him. Like, your rim shot. I should. Yeah, your, your the your new arena. Shot. We're walking down to his seats. They're like lower bowl on the end of a row. And so many people are like, oh, hey, man. Hey, hey, Rick. Hey, what's going on? Like every fourth person knew who Rick was. And I was like, that's really weird. Why does everyone in Rick's section know who Rick is? And then the game began. And I was like, holy crap. Everybody within four sections know who Rick is. He's the loudest fan of all time. Yeah. You got to record some of it for of all uh, time. put it out on, on stories, please. Yeah, I will. You He's got just, it. The second you sit down until the second the buzzer goes to end the game, Rick is nonstop. He's he's honestly one of the best to watch a game with because he just brings he brings you up, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it, it was a good time there. I was also sitting next to a nice couple from Ontario who flew down here um, to watch the Oilers hang out with us and all that. So they've been great. Did We've you been partying tell them with them. About points bet. 
point. Uh, yes, I did actually. I said, hey, you're from Ontario. You can download the Points Bet Canada app and you can bet with us. Hashtag risky business. Um, yeah, so I, I don't worry. I definitely did plug Points Bet to them in person. Um, what else did I have to say about the trip? Uh, I want to share a take that I'm not sure if it is a hot take or just common knowledge. Um, I think hungover today, right? So I went for a walk to find myself hangover food. And a lot of people would go for like a burger or something. But I think a good chicken salad is an elite hangover food. What are we talking about? Oh, a chicken salad? Like with the main? Oh. Are you talking about an actual salad with chicken in it? Yeah. Like I got, uh, I got this bowl. It was like a custom salad place kind of by the hotel. And I had lettuce, some dressing, chicken, roasted chicken. It was delicious. You're talking about a legitimate chicken salad. A legitimate chicken salad with some other veggies mixed in there. Like the chicken gave you some protein, helped refuel me. And then the salad is like light and refreshing and like hydrates you a little bit. Chicken salad, top tier hangover food. I would have been going to the uh, and murdering tacos. That's what I would have done this morning. You know, you're probably right, but what your like your body needs electrolytes. And so like something really sodium based, something that like, like I feel, I feel like faux or, or something yep. like that would be like elite because it's hydrating and it's full of electrolytes and it's delicious. Like I guess, cr- like, sorry, go ahead. Like you should probably eat a crispy, ch- like you should probably eat a crispy chicken salad or whatever, not crispy chicken, a chicken salad. Yeah. Um, but I just struggle with it. I'm a faux guy too. I'm hungover, a nice bowl of faux. Delightful. So I guess maybe the missing part of this equation in me explaining why this was great is it's so hot and humid here that like Mm -hmm. I couldn't go get like a bowl of soup. Like it was just too hot. Like you needed something light and like not steaming hot, you know? Are you feeling musky, Tyler? It's so humid here. Also, I was laughing at Rick before this trip, even right now, although I have looked it up, I could not point out where Nashville is on a map of the United States. I had no idea where we were. Like we landed and I turned to Rick and I was like, I straight up don't know what part of the country we're in. And he was like, yeah, I don't either. And like, you look outside, everything's so green. And for some reason, maybe it's like the country music stuff. I was expecting it to be more like desert-y kind of, Um, but it's like very green and humid. And the rainstorm last night was fucking bananas as well. Yeah, they get storms there. Yeah. There was like tornado warnings. Oh, that's fun. It's that video of Rick hitting that ball and striping it, P.S. at Top Golf. And then the lightning perfectly timed. Yeah. <laughs> Super. So cool. dreams are made of Top Golf. Now, other question, Tyler. Are the nation vacation trip rules being maintained? Uh, as in one before 10 or 10 before one? That's right. It was being maintained until this morning when again, violently hungover. I just couldn't, I have not had a drink yet today and it's three o'clock in Nashville. Um, I could not bring myself to do it at all. Um, but we did have a shot at the airport. Bearded Brad bought around to shots for everyone before we boarded the plane. So we did follow the rule on the first two days. So who's all down there on the trip that we know? Bearded Brad, um, our boy Cam from, uh, from Beaumont, right? Yes. Um, Leduc. Oh, Leduc. Sorry. Leduc. Um, Cam's here. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cam's here. Bearded Brad's here. The sales guy, Jared, and his wife are here. They've been awesome. Waz, Kennedy, myself, Dan, and Rick. That is real. It's a great. And among the citizens, anyone we know? Uh, Any friends of the show? 
Uh, just bearded Brad and Cam are the only two I that I've at least I know would listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> but there's no Warren one else. Who, yeah, Warren Fogel, yeah. big fan of the pod. Who knows you? I felt kind of awkward. I was like, geez, you never think these guys are paying attention to the shit I'm saying. But you should just walk over there and be like, well, Warren, why don't you score more? Or I should have been like, hey, man, you got like three goals since I called you out. Makes you think, hey, maybe you, <laughs> maybe you should buy me a beer, Warren. Then just jump on Bob Stoffer's back in a piggyback and ride off into the sunset. Yeah, that'd be nice. It was uh, we. Uh, hung out like Bob is a good time and people might not like his hockey takes or whatever, but Bob is a good time. And we uh, rolled well, out of Tootsies with him. You never get yeah. to see the, the fun side. Tell us the story of fun Bob Stopper. A lot of people coming up to him for photos, which was great. Um, me and him got a photo together. His request, obviously, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, me and him got a photo together and I posted it and it stayed up for maybe about 15 minutes. And my DMS were like, is that Bob? Is that Bob? He looks hammered. And I was like, Ooh, I also look very, very drunk. So I took it down. I used better judgment. So to the 20 people who have seen the photo of myself and Bob Stoffer on the rooftop at Tootsie's consider yourselves lucky because it did not stay up for very long. Uh, but Bob's good. You saw Cam moon, the radio play by play guy who demanded that we take a selfie and send it to bag milk. Cause he's a big fan of bag milk. Who is it? True or false, Bob Stoffer was walking around introducing you to people as the future. I think Bob gets a kick out of kind of making me feel awkward, I think, which is kind of his thing whenever me and him do chat or like have face-to-face interactions. So, uh, yeah, there there was a few times where Bob was like, this guy's the future. And then he'd make me like stand there and be like, hi, I'm Tyler. <laughs> Um, but he was like holding court it was hilarious at one point he was just posted up at a table and like Oilers fans were around him and he was like here's what the team needs to do to win in the playoffs and it was like Bob doing his thing it was so funny do you want to know about a thing I did to Bob Stoffer one time to fuck with him sure one time I was at a Wanya Manor 2 which is in the River Valley so just a hop skip and a jump from the baseball stadium and Bob Stoffer was there watching a game and I went and sat near him and then took a photo of his leg and then went back home. And then like an hour later, tweeted the photo at him. <laughs> and he was like, what? And he like looked beside him, but there was no one there, but like he hadn't moved yet because obviously he was watching a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That was very early in social media and very early with Oilers nation. And that was one of my finest moments on Twitter. So there you go. You're MJ, your best friend, Bob Stoffer. You're a baller. If you're talking to him as peers, well done. Yeah, it was good. Saw my boy Tony Brar from Oilers TV as well, and and he was he's buzzing doing around. good. His content's great this year. Oh yeah, he's stepped up. He, like his uh, social game has gotten really good this year. Like social yeah. media, he's had some bangers. He's tweeted out a few things that have gone like super viral as well. Um, Does he go to every game on the road? Yeah, he travels with the team, and like the social media team travels with them too. Like Kate and them, like That's they, so they go fun. to every city. That would be the the dream, hey? Is uh, traveling around with the Oilers and getting to see like all thirty one other rinks and shit. It'd be sweet. Uh, very on brand for Nashville. Rick and I did the pregame show from outside of the Bridgestone Arena, and then I went to go upload it, and I needed Wi Fi, and I knew there was Wi Fi right outside the rink, and they just have an area with bulls. You can just like go pet bulls, and they just like snort around and shit. And Full size so, bulls, or are we still talking about you know calves? No, these things are fucking big. Um, so I just could, bring a bunch of bulls out to get petted for money. 
Yeah, hundred percent. That's literally all it like super weird. So I'm like sitting there like uploading the files and like making sure everything goes well with the pregame show and all that. And uh or when well with the pregame show. A bull? And there's like these bulls behind me. It was very weird. Um while we were doing the pregame show, some guy in cowboy boots like strolled behind us and was like doing a little dance. It was very, very on brand Nashville. Like cowboy boots, cowboy hat, just interrupting our show to like stroll Has behind us. Anybody purchased a cowboy hat down there? Not that I know of. I know Waz yesterday was debating if he could pull one off. Um, and I, I told him he could. I said, Waz, the cowboy hat, Oilers jersey look would definitely fly at the game tomorrow. I said, Waz might, but I have not seen anyone from the trip purchase a cowboy hat. Yeah. Can't win them all, I suppose. Yeah, get Waz a cowboy hat. Yeah, I, I think he could pull it, it off. Um, I, think do it. I also like that a big part of the trip for Waz and Kennedy was going to Target. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I saw Kennedy post that she was at target and I needed a uh, stock up the fridge, stock up the hotel room with snacks and booze and whatnot. So I texted her. I was like, Hey, which direction is the target? How far away is it? And she was like, Oh, it was Veteran a tr- play by the way. She goes, Oh, it's a 20 minute Uber. Uber. I was oh, like, God. you took a 20. There's like a Walgreens just down the road. So you guys took a 20 minute Uber just to go to a target. Why? <laughs> Stupid. I love it. I know. But Kennedy yeah. was in her element. She loves it. I love it. Yeah. Are you um, gonna try a hot, hot Nashville hot chicken sandwich today? You're check? I am trying to decide if I can stomach it today or if it needs to wait until no, no. tomorrow. Get a Caesar in you, your M check. You'll feel better. It'll write the yeah. show. There's also a Jimmy John's, and I've never had that. And Rick really oh, wants to try it too. Jimmy John's is decent. Yeah, is it, it is good. It is good. It's good. It is it's good. good. But good hangover yeah, food think, too. I, Not too greasy. I, I think you can get that at the airport though. Mm. Healthy element to it, Jimmy John Sando. Have we made a trip to the cantina yet? Oh, yes. This is a good story. So it is two ish in the morning, and our crew is rolling around Broadway. And someone says, We should go get tacos at the cantina. And I'm like, Hell yeah. So our group of seven of us strolled over to the cantina. I was up first. I ordered on the little screen. And everyone else that was going up to order was like, it's not working. It's not working. So they tried to use my screen and they're like, oh, it's not working. Um, Turns out Taco Bell had exactly enough meat left to make two tacos. And they made my two tacos and no one else got a taco. And I flaunted. There's a great photo of me in the middle of the street in Nashville, like looking all drunk. And I'm just, I got my fucking bag of tacos and I'm crushing one. It was great. Uh, you got to try to go try to go today or, or I don't know, like during the day because they probably didn't have the live music live band there at 2 a.m did they uh no they did not it was a ghost town in there like yeah you got to go there at like 10 9 whatever maybe go after the game or just before or whatever before your party they've got a they've got a stage and a band that plays out to the street <laughs> i love, fucking awesome I love, I love that they were staying open just for those last two tacos to go out yeah, and oh, everyone yeah. was very mad like, at what, me. What is that? Like that's like being a McDonald's. They're like, no more burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're word? right. Like, how do you not have thing. enough? Like what supply the supply chain issues, man? A full fucking Taco Bell. They ran out of Taco Bell. What are you talking about? Oh, that thing would have been busy fucking from open till close. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering the before times, and now things have changed, and Taco Bell's run out of meat because the world is ending? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about hangover, an and uh, maybe mm-hmm. I will talk about index. 
maybe I will use DoorDash tomorrow. That might be a treat for myself. You know, midway through the vacation, I'll probably be hungover tomorrow, even though I'm telling myself right now that I'm not going to drink tonight. Um, oh, oh my God. God in the yeah. night of the game. You wake yeah. up in the morning no. and lie to yourself. Nobody how believes could you. you. Yeah, I don't believe how myself could, either. <laughs> yeah, how could you say you that? Lie to yourself. Just so you maybe lie to other people, but when you lie to yourself, that's what I'm disappointed in you. Your objection, <laughs> shocking behavior right now. <laughs> you don't need to lie to yourself. Tragic. I will use the promo code uh, Real Life DD, or since I'm in the U.S., I might have to use DFODDUS. Either way. I'm going to get 25% off and no delivery fees on my first order of food down here. Thanks to our friends at DoorDash. Ding dong. What's the, what's the move for the game tonight? You got three and a half hours. Yep. Um, so the plan is there is a predator. There's a bar called like Rippies, I think. Um, and it's got a ton of predator stuff. Like the, the outside is painted yellow. There's Preds logos on the outside. Um, so our plan, and we've been telling Oilers fans this is, Hey, maybe we, uh, crash that Preds bar and we just fill up the Nashville Predators bar with a hundred plus Oilers fans. And it's literally like right next door to the arena. Like you can see them, um, it's cross street. So yeah, we might just load up that bar Get there early and set the vibe. Yep. Set the the flag early and tell people to come there because that bar will get busy. I'm just giving you some, uh, Advice because I want I want you to succeed in this mission. You already did it at the 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 bar for the for the for the Minnesota game, but for that one, to just uh, get the team to show up a little early, plant your flag, shoot out the bat signal for the Oilers, other uh, Oilers fans to come and run that shit. Yeah, sir, dominant. Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, I was gonna have. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, okay, sir, dominant. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to decide. I packed the romper and I packed a dry sidle jersey, and I'm trying to decide which one to rock to the game. Asserting dominance? Are you kidding me? The romper? Yeah, yeah. Romper might be a vibe. Or okay. I or dry sidle jersey over the romper, then it just looks like you're wearing little shorts. That's cute. a romper says I could care so little about any of you, and yet clearly I'm in charge. Yep. Okay, Robert, I'm, I'm a bigger fan. I'm a big look at fan. me. I'm the future, Bob Stopper. And if you're talking about it being hot and humid, listen, Robert's got a little bit of room to breathe. I think you'll feel really nice. Yeah, hey, wear the romper, find Stopper, and unironically tell him how you think sports media will evolve while wearing a romper in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> it's yes, and it's so hot there. So just you, your nutsack underwear, and the romper, and you are yeah. set for you're, you're set up for success. Twigamaries.ca promo code Nation fifteen gets you fifteen percent off. You can wear nutsack underwear just like I'll be underneath my romper at the game tonight. Woo! Wow! It is, it is, it is the it is the underwear of choice for male rompers. Mm-hmm. Also, I made uh, a smart move. Smart move. I packed a nation flag on the trip, so I'm going to bring that as well. Oh yeah, oh, well, yeah. Drape that. There you go. There's your there's your jersey. Cape. Wear that as a cape. A How about move. you being on the game the other night? Your Amchak, looking like an absolute Oilers fan of the ages. Um. Yeah. That was that was a great shot of me too. Like the vibe of. Jersey yeah. Saturday night. I'm clearly drunk. Um, You're happy as shit. You're pumping your fist. Twitter lit up. Twitter lit up. My DMs on everything were just like, boop, 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 you, like you, 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 you. I saw you. I saw you. I saw you. Um, did you guys see the kid on TikTok? 
Um, no. So there was this little flames fan. I'm going to, I'll send you guys a link to the TikTok too. Cause it's hilarious. His name is Callum, the flames fan. And he posted oh, a video no. and it's like, got this whole bit. Um, it's like a TikTok trend and it's just about me being at the game. You. Yeah. So it's this little flames fan. I just sent you guys a link to it. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I'm watching it. So he oh, posts this video. It has 16.6 thousand views. It's this kid's most popular TikTok ever. And then you go into the comments and it's people. What Some people talking about the game. Some people are like one guy, Jalen, that guy's mom used to be my teacher. What? People just commenting this on TikToks about me. It's very weird. Um, and then there's a bunch of other people who are like, bro, I saw him too. And I was like, it, it, I honestly think the majority of people that recognize me, especially when I go to the games, they recognize me from TikTok. Like Waz and I, like the TikTok's just so damn popular and like so many people are on it and you're front facing all the time, right? So I really think the majority of people who will come up and be like, hey, you're the guy from Oilers Nation. It's 100% TikTok related. Good. You're, you're in I just, I just, I, I was, I was watching that TikTok and I kicked back into Instagram and there's a, we posted a clip from the pregame show. Walk me through why that cowboy is walking behind you guys like that. I don't know. He was just, was just randomly happening behind you. Yeah. He's straight up just like cruising behind me. It's up on our YouTube. I'll share it to my story or to the podcast story as well. And he was just strutting around in his cowboy boots. And then he walked off screen, did a cartwheel and went and sat on the grass. <laughs> Fucking right. Of course. The show within the show. Yeah, it was. And then like, so Dan and bearded Brad did the same walk behind after, but we did not know who that cowboy guy was. Like I would tell you if it was like a shtick or if we told them to do it straight up. If you watch the pregame show, it's me and Rick talking. And then I look behind me and I'm like, what the hell? It was funny. Uh, That's cool. Pregame show outside 26 degree weather. Um, I would love for us to figure out a spot to do that in Edmonton, maybe for a playoff pregame show, like have Caroline and I go on location somewhere. Yeah, we, uh, we will figure that out. Cool. 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 That would be a lot of fun. We've got ideas. Yes. And there may even be a cowboy on those pregame shows as well. You never know. Uh, do we want to talk to Warren Fogel again? And he's (laughs) wearing his glasses. You should take a photo with Warren Fogel with you wearing his glasses. And me in the romper. In the romper, Warren Fogel's glasses, Warren Fogel in the photo. Yeah. That's top tier. That would be. I'd like it. I'd like that photo if I saw it in a heartbeat. What's the chicken place I'm supposed to go to, Jay? Hattie's? Well, I guess. (sighs) Sorry. Jesus. before I answer that question, I had to sneeze. Um, well, so, thank God you didn't mute it on a live podcast. So Hattie B's is the one that's like, there's there that's very visible right across the street from the arena. Now, because it's on, it might be super busy. So go there. It's a very commercial one. Everyone's telling you to go there. So go there and get the extra hot. If it's too busy, there's a little like food court mall right above it. And that's where my favorite place, what, uh, locate, uh, uh, one of my favorite hot chicken brands, Prince's is there. So go see the Prince if if Hattie's <laughs> is too busy. Okay. 
because Hattie's is like the big like kind of commercial one. Uh, so go go there. Uh, but if it's too lined up, which it probably likely will be, go to uh, Prince's right above it. Okay. That will be the play then. Um, maybe I'll even hit them up or hit them both up while we're here because we don't leave. So Dan had thought, and I was under the impression that we flew back Friday night. We don't fly back until Saturday night, which means we have like a full day Saturday, an afternoon Oilers game to watch, and then we fly back, which is wild. How many days are you down there? Five days. We got it on Tuesday. What? This is without a doubt the longest nation vacation. Yeah. So, well, we will, because this was kind of the nature of the flights, but next year we'll, we'll do Nashville again and we'll, we'll have, well, there'll be better flight, like and flair will have probably better flight options. So we'll tighten it up and make it like a, I think I got three day trips, probably good. Yeah. I, I think a three day trip to Nashville is good. Um, four days would have been cool. Five is just like, I'm thinking about how it's day three and I'm like, I can't drink anymore. Like I'm going to be a hurting <laughs> unit come Friday, come Saturday. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow is an okay day to take off. But it's you should go to the, nation trip, the nation vacation to Columbus. It's six weeks in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just watch one Oilers preseason game. Yeah. You don't even see like 43 <laughs> nights in Columbus. I yeah, actually camping. feel like if we did something <laughs> like that, if we were like, hey, we're doing the worst nation vacation ever. And it was like, yeah, you're going to Traverse City for the rookie tournament and you have to stay there for six <laughs> days and you're staying an hour from the rink. People would be like into the bit, you know. Uh, next nation vacation could be going to Toronto, though. Have we have, we're still planning on that. We're still gauging interest. I think we should just do it. So I just, with, with playoffs and all that stuff right now, like yeah. in terms of like hockey world, I just kind of stay quiet on it, but like, let's keep talking about the podcast and let people know that it's coming, but probably something we should launch maybe later in May. Uh, I think, I think we picked a good weekend in August to do it. Uh, I've uh, preliminarily lined up uh, uh, tickets um, for for the for the baseball and the TFC soccer match um, that would be happening there, so I think what are the dates? April, August thirteenth to sixteenth, or yeah, 12th something to like 15th? that. Yeah, so just be 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 aware. We'll uh, we're we're working on the logistics right now, so we'll get ready to launch that uh, probably end of May. Bag milk. Did you watch Vladdy dominate yesterday? Buddy, not only did I watch Vladdy da- dominate, I won a nice little chunk of money on him. Beautiful. I went pretty heavy on him getting one homer. Plus I did another prop bet on him doing over one and a half total bases or something. So I cleaned nice. up pretty nicely. Good man. He, that was unbelievable to watch him just rake the way he did off Garrett Cole. Who's one of the best pitchers in the majors. Like fucking Vladdy. He could very well hit 50 bombs this year. It was a bummer that Jays couldn't get him back up in the ninth inning to try and go for a fourth one. Yeah, it would have been wild. But he, he even he went four for four, though, which is crazy. Yeah. Three dingers and a double. Uh, Vladdy's a machine. Tyler, have fun. Be safe. Have a good time. I got to go. Bye. Oh, okay. What the hell? That was abrupt. That was, that was weird. I'm trying to think. Huh. Why. He's in a hostage situation. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Did he forget he maybe had another meeting at 2.30? I can't imagine it's that urgent that mid you ran on the pod, you flip out. Is there a fire? Hmm. You're not at the office anymore, right, Jay? 
Uh, no, I'm sitting on my driveway at my house. Um, I just saw that Evander Kane's ex-wife donated two hundred dollars to, yeah. to Ryan Hartman to help pay his fine. Jesus. Yeah. Anyways, specific uh, beef. We'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Um, all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, something. Ryan Hartman though saying that all the money sent to him to pay for his fine will be going to the Minnesota Children's Hospital. So good on Ryan Hartman who got fined however many thousand dollars for giving Evander Kane the middle finger in the last game. You should give all that money to the linesman that saved his life. <laughs> Imagine he did That's give what it he to charity, do. and he was just he like, give "Oh, it to I charity." Imagine he didn't though. He's just like, "Oh, I kept that money." Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. what? Like I thought those were donations. Yeah. I kept it. I don't like how much of a hero. Like he's doing the right thing with the money, but oh my god, he's not a hero for flipping off of Andrew Kane. Like what? No, he's such a loser. And did we post a video with the two guys doing the middle finger off? Was that us? Uh, I don't know. In the street, oh. how it reminded you yeah. of the two guys give each other. Yeah, yeah. I think Dan did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good, <laughs> which is which is hilarious. Uh, like that's like, oh god. Anyways, Minnesota definitely is a good hockey team, um, Oof, and we yeah. didn't have the we and we and we didn't have our juice either. Uh, so it would have been it would have been good if we if what if our Colorado effort was deployed against Minnesota to kind of see how we really stacked up. But uh, I love that one on like there's there's some truth there, like in the one on five scrum, like where's everyone else? Um, but I love that Evander was one on five <laughs> and just holding court. I loved it. He definitely has an edge to him that we haven't seen here since. Oh, fuck, I don't even know. Yeah, I know. He's got that. Uh, he's got that. And hopefully maybe hopefully casting can can just just show that in the playoffs a little bit because you know we need to one of the things is we can get pushed around pretty easy still and you know Kane helps mitigate that and we need to you know have some other guys uh step up and contribute to that because it can't just be one guy if you can only have Kane or the Bison King going forward who do you pick Bison King younger more upside cost control yeah yeah for the for the long term yeah yeah yeah. for the long term yeah 100 i think there's a real chance that they fit in king and yamamoto (sighs) like you you have to you have to choose one of them well you i I don't think you can keep them all can you uh well it all depends like the the big thing with uh as long as we can like like you can't sign pooley for four million bucks you can't uh, so if you get him on like the right deal and that's right for both sides, both sides need to be fairier and you can get him for the right deal. Same thing. Like it, 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 as long as we're not overpaying, we can do it. I believe in it. I I'm led to believe the Oilers have started contract talks or have had discussions with Pugliarby. So Good. I'm told yes, he isn't necessarily the most shrewd negotiator in the world. Maybe they can have yeah, yeah, but his right? agents, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's sure, not, but maybe it's, they just need to trick him like an old school trick, right? Yeah, yes, he signed this piece of paper, it's for a fan. Yeah, so yes, he here, just sign this blank contract, and we will put 4.5 million in later, and we can all go to lunch. The Oilers do and that with everyone this summer. A blank, con- <laughs> they can make a Gordy Hallam just pull a contract out of the drawer. Okay, that yes, is here. That Gordie Howe story is one of the more like crazy hockey things. If you don't know the tale, it's basically the gist of it. And I might get some numbers wrong, but Gordie Howe was making whatever, let's say a hundred grand a year. Right. And uh, the owner in Detroit 
would just tell Gordy that he was the highest paid player in the NHL. And like that's and we how have much- to keep it between us, Gordy. We have to just not talk about it. Yeah. You so, make the most more you make the most money on the team, Gordy. One year deals every year and don't talk about it because everyone would be so mad if they knew how much money you made. And then it comes out, he ends up talking to another player and Gordy Al finds out he's like nowhere near getting paid he's the like right the amount. Sixth highest paid guy in the team. Yeah. Um, and then Gordy Howe eventually got paid. And I think it was like his wife who ended up being his agent. And then she represented like all the house or something. I don't know. There's a whole, this is why we need to get Yessi now with a similar trickery right now before he gets a wife that wises up. <laughs> we got to go long term with Yessi. And we just put like 2.75 million or 3.75, but the three is just made of pencil. We erase it after. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I think the, the fair thing is like, you know, like the whole debate and like, of like, you know, that's happening right now of like not scoring versus underlying numbers. Like you have to, you have to take stock in both. Like yep. Pooley RV is doing all the little things, right. That's unlocking offense for other people. But we're also in a world where you reward scoring with big contracts. So like, I, like if I, I don't know if you can sign an eight year deal with, and I don't know if you might be interested if, if yes, he would be interested in doing it to try to get him at the price point that we need to get him at for the next little bit. So this, this, this to me probably screams like a two to three year bridge deal. If I were him, I would sign a bridge. Um, I think that, yeah. that I think that's the best move for him is, is get yourself that, you know, kind of three year, three million bucks, throw nine mil in the bank. That's, that's good living. And then you go and you also, uh, you give yourself a chance to be a UFA at an early age. You have a chance to play with Connor and Leon and really set yourself up for a ticket and take, take a bit of a risk. I get that. You know, anytime you don't sign a long-term deal, it's a risk, but you're also taking well, the chance that you explode and you score 35 goals in your contract year. Right. hundred percent. Cause you're on a line with Connor McDavid. Like yeah. that has more financial upside in the long run. He's not cashing in on it right this second, but like get it. Like, we know we get them properly priced. Cause you need these deals. If we're going to be fucking a championship team, everyone has to be on a good deal. And the nurse contract is, a, is definitely not a good deal on that. So like, we can't be doing this stuff anymore. So we've got to price these guys, right. Uh, even if it's for, if it's for a two to three year window right now um, to, for us to have a chance so we can address some of the other lineup uh, roster construction issues that we have for the next couple seasons. It has, it has to happen. We can't be overpaying anyone anymore. I like that. I guess the, question that's, the, the, the question that springs to mind for me, you're having checked from all of this. Do you think Bagwell had to go because he has a secret family and his kid was about to talk on air? <laughs> his kid's at the office. Do you think that's why he dropped off so quick? Secret family? He could have just got Liam to take over the mic. That was so, so random. He was I'll at work just... too. So he was at the house. Yeah, I would like to. We'll have to dig into as to why Secret that just family. happened. Nine one one Banyo, <laughs> perhaps. Um, I can't think of what else would be so abrupt. <laughs> your Emchuk, what do you got? Uh, what are you leaning into for the bets for tonight? Hmm. Lost my do shirt. Feel, do you feel like we win? Ah, uh, I I think maybe this is another good test. This is another good test. Yeah. Big, big, heavy hockey team uh, leads the NHL in fights. Not saying that we need to fight. Um, 
this is like, I ultimately think what I would want in a perfect, I want Edmonton to win tonight, obviously, but I think in a, in a playoff situation, controversial, but okay. Uh, yeah, I want, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Calgary meets Nashville in the first round. Yeah. Hmm. Sorrows can they shut will, them down. And, and, and they can physically outmatch them too, which I'm just like, oh, and I feel like for some reason, and this is me just, just funneling the Kool-Aid. Uh, I feel like we match up well against Nashville. So I really hope the Oilers prove me right tonight with that, the, with that statement. The thing I said on the pregame show was Nashville is reverse Edmonton. Um, I did find out yeah. from the mayor, Amarjeet Sohi, that Nashville is a sister city of Edmonton. Um, but, you oh, know, I could have told you that. Uh, Harbin, China. Na- Harbin, China and Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville's two best players, goalie and a defenseman. Their blue line is rock solid. They're goaltending. They got one of the best in the NHL. Their forward group leaves you wanting a little bit more. They're not high skilled or anything like that. You look at the Oilers, very high skilled. Don't play heavy hockey. Blue line can be pretty bad. Goaltending is questionable at best. Look at you, you Ramchuk, shooting the shit with the mayor, Warren Fogle recognizing you. I My prediction tonight is that Warren Fogle scores. Bet on it. I will. I'm going to bet Fogel to score, and I'm going to bet McDavid to score. Because um, I think Connor's, you know, he didn't score one last game. He's got to heat up here if he wants to get uh, to 50. Uh, Rick thinks McDavid scores twice tonight. He wanted to bet McDavid two plus on points bets. So there's that. Bet on Fogel. Get the stack of cash when he scores. Walk up to him in the bar. Take his glasses off his face. Hand him a stack of cash and say, you ain't the only one out here getting rich, Warren. Uh, last night when we were out and about uh, Jays were playing, obviously. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to throw some money on the Jays to win. And sales guy, Jared was like, he gave me money and he was like, whatever you bet, bet it for me as well. And oh, all of them no. hit. So now sales guy, Jared and I have a, have a nice stack of money and we both oh, agreed. No. We're rolling it all onto the Oilers tonight. See if we can have a what real the good Oilers time. Tonight? They're dogs. I think they're plus one Oh five. Yeah. Well, they, they should be dogs, yeah. but uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up because it looks beautiful outside my hotel room and I yeah. kind of want to go for you another walk. To, you, well, I know you guys need to get to that bar and fucking plant our flag. It's still three hours till puck drop. Yeah, man. I bet you that bar is packed right now. Yeah. Broadway was bumping when I walked uh, back to the hotel after doing the pregame. Okay. All right. We're going to wrap it up. That's episode 370. Shout out to the HGA group. Shout out to DoorDash. Shout out to Oodle Noodle. Points Bet Canada and twig and berries and shout out to everyone who's on the nation vacation. We're going to have a good time tonight and maybe, uh, maybe I'll make a TV appearance in my romper again. Wouldn't that be fun? Go, Oilers, uh, go. Oh, you know what? You will. I feel it. All right. There we go. Another, another solid prediction for the game tonight. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk again on Monday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the real life podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense. Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.